Our second lesson continues in Matthew's gospel as the conversation turns from conflict, where we've been the past couple of weeks, to one about generosity and uh, challenging our understandings of what, what's fair, both in the world and in the kingdom of God. I invite you to listen now with open hearts and minds as we encounter God's word together from the 20th chapter of Matthew's gospel, beginning with the first verse. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you also go to the vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they might receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only an hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. Our parable begins today in the marketplace, uh, or the agora in Greek. In the Greco-Roman world, the agora was the center of town. Vendors would have their goods for sale, kind of like what we might think of a farmer's market today. It's a place where big speeches might be made by a politician or a philosopher. It was even the place where soldiers might gather to assemble for war. It was the center of town. It was the center of action and activity. It was also common for folks seeking daily work to gather there in the Agora to see who might hire them for the day. In return, they would expect to receive an acceptable daily wage, which, if you remember from last week, was a denarii. Now, you weren't guaranteed a job any given day, but that was the hope, and that was the hope that... Uh, each of these folks gathered in the Agora had um, when, when, they, when they met there and assembled there. The vineyard owner in Jesus' parable goes to the marketplace at the usual time at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard and to pay them the acceptable daily wage. Remember, parables often don't make sense and are at odds with the world we know because it's really a glimpse of what life is like in God's kingdom and reign. 
So what's odd here is that the landowner returns to the Agora after dawn. He returns that mid-morning and hires more, and then at noon and does the same, and that mid-afternoon goes back and does the same. It's not clear if he needs more workers or he just happens to see them while he's out and about, but then it gets stranger yet. He goes back at 5 in the afternoon, just an hour before the usual end of the, the working day, and hires even more laborers. He asks them why they're still standing around, and they say the words, because no one has hired us. He hires them, sends them to work to his vineyard for one hour, and then at the end of the day, gives them the same daily wage, the denarii, as everyone else. And you can imagine how upset the people working all day, or even most of the day, might have felt, especially when the vineyard owner has his... Uh, has his manager pay the 5 p.m. crew first. I mean, they worked in the hot Near Eastern sun all day while the 5 p.m. crew rolled up just before the dinner bell. Simply not fair. We've all had moments where something just doesn't seem fair. It's an innate human feeling, and it's a response that we seem to learn at a very young age, and it stays with us through adulthood. What is and is not fair. It's a sense of justice in a way. This parable in Jesus' teaching challenges our assumptions about fairness, justice, and equity in the kingdom of God. The vineyard owner responds to the grumbling workers that he's done exactly as they've agreed. But he chose to pay the same to those who arrived late. And he gives them the probing question. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? In Greek, this would more literally be translated as, is your eye evil because I am good? Matthew is the only gospel to include this parable from Jesus. Matthew's gospel community um, is believed to be largely Jewish Christians, but with a recent surprising and ever-growing Gentile contingency. Some three generations after Jesus' time, they needed to learn to live together without envy. Uh, this is, these are uh, words according to scholar Raymond Brown. And this parable seems to give Matthew's community an example of what fairness, equity, and generosity look like in God's reign. We can see it. The Jewish community there first, now three generations after Jesus, many of them from their birth, believing in Christ from the very beginning, being raised in this tradition. But now they've been joined by newcomers and by Gentiles, who are just beginning their journey of faith. The parable from this perspective almost seems to ask, is their experience of God the same? Do they get the same things from God? Do they receive the same goodness and grace from God as everyone else? The answer unequivocally is yes. God's generosity is the same. It's certainly not fair to pay someone who worked one hour the same as close to 12 hours, right? It's not fair. But is it generous? 
Absolutely. This parable tells Matthew's communities that they are all laborers in God's vineyard together. There are no favored workers. It doesn't matter who started when. Everyone receives God's generosity. It's interesting here that this parable takes place in a vineyard. The vineyard is an Old Testament image for the people of God. Uh, and, and in particular in the Old Testament, an image for the people of Israel as God's vineyard, or in Hebrew, Carmel, Karamel in Hebrew. Now, this vineyard tended and maintained by God's people includes Jews and Gentiles together. In many ways, this parable is illustrating um, Jesus' own very inclusive mission. One with a big old tent that includes the faithful, but also includes tax collectors and sinners, folks the faithful wouldn't dare to, to interact with. As scholar John Carroll and, and my New Testament professor says, these people may be late to the party, but be clear, they're just as welcome. Remember this parable, like most, won't make sense in today's world. Any vineyard owner or farmer that compensated workers the same for one hour versus a whole day's work would eventually have trouble finding workers. Instead, though, friends, this is a glimpse of God's kingdom. And it's a kingdom that's not only someday, but is also here and now that we are called to live into. A kingdom where the last are first and the first are last, quite literally flipping our understanding upside down and twisting it inside out. The owner doesn't treat the employees with fairness, but with generosity. He acts not with equality, but with equity. God challenges our grumblings about what is and is not fair and answers them all with generosity. Unbridled, ever-abundant generosity. A generosity doled out not by merit, but by grace and love. A generosity that's absolutely wonderful at dawn, but you know, it's at 5 p.m. when it really shines. Late in the day when hope has gone out the window, this is when God's generosity can truly spring forth and bring abundance. Friends, the question for us is how might we reflect this 5 p.m. late in the day generosity of God? How can we look out for the lost the last and the least in our midst and extend this kind of welcome and hospitality and grace. Though we'll continue to be challenged by these words and by what is and is not fair, may we learn to respond to God's generosity with gratitude. And may we seek to find ways to extend this 5 p.m. late in the day generosity with those in our midst and those all around our community and world. Friends, may it be so. Amen.